All right. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Epitome of Stupidity, your favorite allegedly metal podcast. Big thanks to Mike Westcott there with the intro music. He's Clint's favorite. Oh, he is certainly in the running. Uh, they were here with Clutch New Year's Eve. If I am going to continue to be honest, I would have to admit that I did not catch them that night. Insert sad music here. I'll find some for you. Other than that, I found his CD walking out. Uh, amusing story. I picked it up thinking it was a, a demo of somebody's, or in other words, it was free. Oh, that's this guy? And I the, remember that. And the dude looked at me. The dude working the, the, the booth looked at me, and he looked at me, he looked at the CD in my hands, and then looked back at me and said, that's not yours. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I didn't know that was this guy. That's yeah, that's this. And, uh, you know, gave over the $10 for that and have and thoroughly enjoyed this dude. This is good music for Friday, cracking that first beer after work, or Sunday, haven't seen whatever's going to piss you off on the internet yet and still drinking your coffee music. It's, it's good stuff. But, yeah, the song we use is probably the most metal one. He has he's he's a lot of blues, a lot of a lot of guitar slang and stuff, but still great music. That's it's what's so that good. song called? A race time. We're gonna link all of his social media stuff in the description of this video. Check him out, give him a like, tell him he's doing great. Again, the Mike Westcott and his appropriately named Mike Westcott band. All right, so as we always do, we're gonna talk about what we're listening this week. For me, that's a that's a pretty short list. Spent a lot of time on the road this week, which you would think would equate to more music. But it really doesn't. It equates to more 90s, uh, what was it, R&B playlist? Hip-hop, hip-hop. Yeah. yeah. And I did listen to some of that. But the gym is really where I get the listening done. I don't I don't like streaming music in my car for some reason. I know. Clint's giving me the weird You should buy thing. CDs like I do. Yeah, I don't do that either. I just search for radio stations. I don't know. I'm a weirdo. But Monday, which is really the only day I got to listen to something new, I listened to a band called Buried Above Ground. They had an EP uh, called The Crown that just came out in 2018. They had another EP called Birth that came out in 2016. That's the only thing they've released is two EPs in in two years for whatever reason. I dug it. I liked it a lot. Clint, on the other hand? I've actually meant to, since Monday, go back and listen to Mushroom Head just to make sure that this comparison works. Uh, And then then I didn't because I didn't want to. I, don't, it, it, don't listen to Mushroom Head just to make a comparison. Cause well, that, I want to make sure. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's what I call counting metal, where every riff is one, two, one, two, one, 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 two. Binary. One, two. It's, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's fun for and a that's, song or that's, two. That's but. fine for me, man. I I really dug it. I It was just some Yes, we know heavy, you're king of generics. Heavy, hard. That's that's just how I write. And I, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't need anything to dazzle me. The other The other days, I spent some time listening to some piece of shit band that clint recommended called the orange goblin knock it off it was no good i listened to some watane which is always good clint doesn't like them either surprise surprise because they're really good check them out if you're your metalhead you already listen to them i'm late to the game though it uh orange goblin's not bad it's they're more more terrible than bad no they're they're more riff oriented yeah the riffage was was okay Everything else was... I give you the singer's not the greatest thing you've ever heard, but it's not bad. Stop acting like it's Papa Roach. It is not Papa Roach. I would definitely listen to Green Goblin, Orange Goblin, Green Monster over Papa Roach, for sure. Orange Goblin. They also have an album coming up, so if you're interested, check it out. It's not on our to talk about list, so 
Well, if it's a slow if it's a slow news week. We'll see what we'll happens. bring it to you. Anyways, the actual stuff worth listening to. Let me clear my throat here. <clears throat> so I spent the week with uh, I started the week with some Red Sparrows, uh, some good instrumental metalish stuff. Oxymoron. That Brian just doesn't have the brain cells left to comprehend. Uh, but the week progressed, and I ended up the the main thing of the week was the Crown and their new album Cobra Speed Venom. You really don't get a lot more metal than that album title. Those there. three words right there. It's just, they just threw three. Is that was that nouns? It's like they're like the most <laughs> noun adjective noun. <laughs> Badass. I would bet that they sat in a room for twenty minutes writing down words that they considered metal, threw them in a trick or treat bucket, and Break just pulled three out. Came up with Cobra Speed Venom. Winning combination. And uh, yeah, it worked. But uh, outside of that, you know, the, a lot of that. And uh, like I said, the Red Sparrows. And this week I got my copy of Call of Luna's Mariner live in the mail. Terrible. And dare I say, I might actually like the live version better than the studio version. It is phenomenal. Julie Christmas is, well, she's a gift. I'm sure people have made worse puns about her last name being Christmas. She's she's an intense vocalist, and she does it all without any effects, which is pretty cool for a female. And then to combine it with just the sheer awesome that is called of Luna. I've yet to find that. It, that uh, awesome. It's I'm still looking for it. You'll find it eventually, yeah, one of these days, when you can deal with songs that have more than two changes. And aren't just like four or five standard four or five standard setup verse chorus verse chorus bridge out. I don't like to think about my music, man. Yeah, just like it to be there. So yeah, there you go. Check out uh, the Crown Cataluna. Always check out Cataluna. I guess that means Cataluna gets post metal band of the week back to back weeks for anybody keeping count. And I just want to give a honorable mention, a shout out to a good friend of mine, John. His son Hunter has a band. They uh, released a single, their first single. They just put this thing together. The guy's 16, Hunter is, drummer of this band called Beyond the Stars. Look them up, man. They did they did a pretty good song there with uh, Not the End. For being young kids just getting started, I would definitely give it a listen. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Again, it's called Beyond the Stars. Song is Not the End. I had to type all that out to find them. Obviously, they just put all their stuff on Spotify and iTunes and all that. Check it out. Like their page, like their stuff. Encourage the young to not be terrible. Yeah, to give them some pointers, tell them what they're doing good, tell them to keep it up. We need more people like them. Not going to argue that. This Week in News. So if you guys haven't heard of them, there's a band called Black Sabbath. Oh, really? Are they new? They're not new. They've been around a little while. I think they came out in 2001. 2001, got it. They're fronted by this guy. His name is Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne? Osborned. Osborne? Is it burned or borned? It's one of those two. It's it's the Ozzy Bourned identity. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He wears glasses. He's all right. So but they're retiring. They haven't done been doing music very long. They are officially retired. They've played their last show. Are they retired? I, Tony says they are. Tony and uh, Ozzy Ozzy's trying to retire as a solo artist, but even I guess is that he he's doing that kind of half ass. He's saying that you know, they're doing the no more tours thing now. <laughs> no more tours. No more tours. Two. <laughs> okay. That's, he, I like that. Yeah, Sabbath has done its last thing, and everybody seems kind of on on the same page with it. Looking through what Tony was saying about it, it's it's not so much 
the the fun stuff isn't him talking about them. He, he does go ahead and point out that you you shouldn't say never because they've all said never before, and yeah. then they've ended up doing tours again. I remember it being a gigantic deal when Tony Iommi came. To, I think Geezer Butler was already the bass player in the band, and then on the first No More tours, Tony Iommi came out and played a couple Sabbath songs with Ozzy, and it was. No one cared because you know, they hadn't heard of them. If there was internet then, it, it would have melted it. Or if there was Twitter then, it would have exploded it. And then, you know, they go on and do a handful of tours. Hell, I've seen them two or three times at this point, along with... I think I saw them at an OzFest. I, I said that, I was questioning that last episode too, but I think the only time I, I think was in like 2000 or something no. when I saw them. It, um, the The fun stuff here is where Tony gets to talking about them being on tour at their age and he wants to hang out with him right (laughs) they're all just kind of hanging out in their own rooms everyone everyone's a a recovering alcoholic nobody's sitting at the bar (laughs) talking about the show anymore like like tony needs to find friends right he's sitting at the bar by no one wants to talk to tony i mean no one has any interest in him at all he has to sit there by himself tony should this ever reach your ears i will be your friend turn around and say i'm tony iomi and then I'm sure you'll have I will, I will gladly be your friend. You know who he's married to? Do you remember the band Drain STH? Yes. He's married to the singer. Drain STH. Wow. Right? Speaking of female vocalists. Yeah. She's got to be way younger than him. Uh, yeah. Gold digger. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not even going to call her that. I but, will. I, I, I already did. I noticed. It's locked. Hell, I, I heard it. But, uh, yeah. Tony, you need a friend. Give a holler. I'd be happy to. One in of fourteen billion fans would be more than happy to have some beers with you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a recovering alcoholic yet. Uh, next up, I guess, in, in old fuckers' news, Guns and Roses is is playing the the largest concert ever to be held in Iceland. That's front page news. And, uh, I guess we Absolutely. should say the source on the last one was Blabbermouth. Shocker. Yeah. Guns N' Roses stories from Blabbermouth, but I'm sure everybody's covering it because who wouldn't want to know about the largest concert ever to be held in Iceland? Everybody in the country has a ticket. There's only four people who've confirmed via Facebook that they're not going. I want you to pronounce where it's it's located. Oh, I was thinking about that when I saw this originally, thinking that that's the funnest thing about this. Yeah. Where is it? All right. Reykjavik. Okay. What's the football stadium called? Gazunite. That's pretty accurate. Sponsored by What's Puffs. N- Puffs. There it is. <laughs> Kleenex. 35 containers are required to ship equipment to Iceland, and 150 staff will accompany the band. And tickets are $18,900 ISK. Whatever the hell Roughly that translates to, I don't fucking know, and I'm not looking it up. Oh, I was I thought for sure you'd look <laughs> it up. That was that would have been fun. But is it a football state? I mean, I saw Guns N' Roses perform a few months ago on there. I don't I don't know if it's the same round or if this is like a one off deal, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, so good. I texted you from it like seventeen times. I remember times telling I remember. you Does, how good it was. I can't remember if I if I asked. I don't remember the answer. Did, did Axel still have the hips going? Of course. Yeah, and he didn't look completely terrible. Yeah. He looked, he looked pretty good. I mean, he was still forty pounds overweight, but they they killed it. What they finish with? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna remember that stuff. Oh. I don't. My wife probably remembers, but they played all the songs 
you wanted to hear, and they did it like it was the first time they were playing them, which was awesome. That actually is pretty awesome. The The fun thing about all this is that going into it all, people had to tell Axel that, you know, this isn't 1989. You're not playing clubs and stuff like that. You can't do this. We're waiting till like 1 o'clock in the morning to come on stage. You're on a schedule. Be on time. And they, they did that. Well, people use the, the app or the website where they were posting their set list. That is so amazing. For a I, band like that, for that who's, you know, they played like two hours long. Right. And, you know. I do remember this. You don't, yeah, you don't want to hear the stuff off Chinese democracy or whatever. Mm, like, which makes sense. And you can see this, you see when it's coming up, so you know when to go grab a beer, you know when to be in your seat. It was awesome. I mean, it was, I, we saw them in Cleveland and, and had a hotel, so there was no worry about traffic and all that stuff. It was fucking badass i i agree with you in that instance because yeah nobody wants to hear stuff off chinese democracy but for the most part i am completely against that knowing what song's coming up yeah in, in a live show yeah i that, like it no absolutely not quick sidebar one here. that big for sure no one with that big of a gaff one with that one with songs from Chinese democracy on it, sure. Yeah, see? You if you're at a show that doesn't include songs from that album, absolutely not. The uh, I think the million-dollar question here is, I haven't even actually seen if they're planning on recording another album now that they're all friendly. I don't think so. I wouldn't think they would. If they do. Where's the money in the album? The album is in the tour, or the money's in the touring. Well, you can only tour on shit that's... 40 years old for so long. False. I don't know. False. Completely. You'd have to have, a, you'd have, to have another complete One. band fall out and wait another 10 years. No, they could come back through the same fucking cities, play the same venues, and still sell them out or sell them out enough to where they would make just as much money. You know what? Next year, yeah. The year after, no. Yes. No. Yes. Everyone that went and saw them will gladly see them again, play the same songs. They don't no want to hear, way. No one wants New Guns and Roses. I I would like to hear New Guns N' well, Roses. Well, you would. Oh well, yeah, I wouldn't. I got what I need from them. Yeah, no more necessary Guns N' Roses. You can stop. <laughs> you should have stopped before you did a you, second version <laughs> of "Don't Cry." You've done your part. Thank you for that. Kirk Hammett did his. Oh, the Metallica night did at, his uh, annual thing at Giant Stadium. It's it's the whole band's there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, I don't know if they were that he was if they were all there this year. Normally they are all there. I don't I don't think they were all there this year. Maybe that's why Kirk's performance was so lackluster. He didn't have James staring at him. Yeah, so Clint, I I think you decided or looked up this was the sixth, sixth year, sixth the annual, sixth annual Metallica night, sixth annual. Why they picked baseball? I don't. We listened to it. We we wanted to wait. You know, we wanted to fresh in our mind how badass this national anthem was going to be so we listened to it about 20 minutes ago it was terrible on a scale of one to badass this was bluegrass <laughs> and of course he had his trusty wah pedal he had the wah pedal but he did like no hammer on he played a total of five extra notes everything else was straight from the goddamn tablature or whatever the the sheet music right was written back in whenever i was we're I was expecting one, distortion and whittlies and I was one I was the one that wanted to report it on wanted to report on this and I kind of regret it because it sucked. It was bad. Yeah. Maybe I, the seventh annual The seventh. Lucky number seven. Next that'll year. Be the one. Next year will be the one. We'll Look see it. you guys in three hundred and sixty five days and let you know how he when he listens to this and, and reflects. He'll know to 
And he's like, yeah, you know what? I better EOS, be on my game. Yeah. Clint Bryan, you really know what you're talking about. So I'm going to bring some more hammer on. I'm going to lay off the Whitley. I'm, I'm going to lay off the wall. I'm going to run up and down some things, you know. I'm going to dye my hair black, I'm gonna... black brown because I'm looking like a fucking wizard. <laughs> you know, stuffing cotton under this hat. And anyways, so that's that's really all your old men in the news. There you go. There is, there's no one, no one else is making headlines right now. Brought to you by Viagra. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that without them actually? We can say that. Okay. Viagra. Keep it up. I said, <laughs> so there's really nothing in upcoming album news. So we're going to you shut that. your fucking face. You shut it right now and you shut it down. Clint is all excited to tell you guys about this band. He loves so much. Oh my God. So clutch is, Continuing to talk about their new album, they're telling us it should be September-ish. They've they've finally given us the name for it. It's a uh, book of bad decisions, which you got to admit is kind of a fun title for an album. It is once you know what the album's about. When you listen to the interview, it makes sense. It doesn't. That's the point with Clutch. It doesn't have to make sense. It's going to be fun. All Clutch does make sense, but just you just got to know how to get there. Right. It, you. And it's not a uh, it's they, not it's not the simplest class you're going to take. They want you to think it doesn't make sense, but it all does. It's it, they're all little stories. Almost none of them have anything to do with anything. In, in the interview, he's basically drawn from being a musician for the past twenty five years 25, or whatever. Yeah, this it's is like twenty. Clint stated this is their eleventh album. I would have had to count them, but eleventh uh, full album, not B sides or not live. Not, not. I don't know what do you call that a normal album. I don't know what the fucking word for not LP. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. The LP. What the songs are about is all those other albums, all the touring, all the stuff they've done. He tried to draw from that, even though he states he hates nostalgia. So damn you, Neil. Right. We will have to have a conversation about nostalgia. In relation. Uh, <laughs> the, oh, look, a new article from Blabbermouth. Neil Fallon hates Brian. Ah, damn it. That's okay. We don't get along very well. But. So that's you know that's where the I'm, I'm assuming that's where the title of, of the album came from. They've made a lot of bad decisions. They even you can find some live performances. I think they've they're performing like two new songs. Oh, they're performing a ton of new songs. Well, that you can find. They might be elsewhere, but like mainstream media pointing me to these videos that Clutch is performing these new songs, and you can easily tell from the lyrics. Where he says, "Dude, we don't have your SM57 <laughs> in a song." Like you know, some dickhead from some band came up looking for their their amp mic. Like, where's my SM57? You know, and he only Neil will take that, put it in a song, and just roll with it. Dude, he really is the fucking best. It, I mean, I get so tired of people getting excited about lyrics, and it, you know, somebody tells you about how awesome this guy's lyrics are, and every fucking song is relationship lyrics gag me with a spoon no thanks oh they're all singing to someone else that's not even listening oh my god it's awful this dude's shit is always fun they're always like a, a short story or something ridiculous and the idea that he's gonna give you some kind of relatable things that aren't space cars and shit like that sure why not you haven't done it yet the uh the fun here might actually be like the best live band going is really excited about how live the recorded new album sounds because of the way they recorded it with Vance Powell. Who 
I mean, his honorable mentions on here, the white stripes, bleh, whatever. Okay. But he's got the red fang going on for him, so that's Sure. Good. That's and they good. both have a real good sound. I've watched the videos with him. His studio is chocked full of fucking liquor. miscellaneous. Oh, well, yeah, the, the liquor. But he's like, yeah, I got four of these over here, seven of those over here, ten of these over here. It's like he's just got a warehouse full of trash or whatever, you know, uh, treasures, I guess. But So he, he was talking about all the synths and all this stuff, like, we're watching this video because of clutch. You weren't using any of your synths right. on that. But they had they showed the room full of his amps and Salt's amps and everyone's amps just thrown in a room and they were just like miking up all this random shit until they got whatever sound they wanted. And apparently was everybody cool. was pretty happy with it. Yeah, old school dude, you know, rocking the, the gray beard and everything, just putting down what I'm assuming is gonna be pretty raw clutch sound. Um I haven't heard it, but I can confirm. It's gonna be awesome. The uh, the what, fun- if, what if it sucks, Clint? I'm pretty sure that that is. But what if it comes out and they're like doing sing song choruses and shit, like just blowing your mind in the bad way? What happens? I've heard most of it, and uh, that's not the case. They could be fooling you. You should be. You should have your guard up. Be ready. Oh, I will once it comes time for it. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I'm not concerned about it in that fashion. Uh, one more bit here about the recording here, where where Neil's talking about how easy it was and how going home every day, feeling like they hadn't done anything, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, boom, here's an album. Oh, shit, we did that. Hey, look. Uh, okay, we're done. <laughs> uh, he says uh, about Vance, he likes to take frequent breaks for barbecue. Yes. If you didn't want to be a recording musician with Vance Powell before, I don't understand how you don't now. So in your in that dude's daily life, he was recording Clutch and having barbecue with him. And drinking. And drinking. Yes, please. Daily. Hmm. And they were paying him to do that. Oh man. I have probably pretty good coin. I feel like I've made some mistakes with my life now. Like starting a podcast with me? Well, that's on the later end, but yeah, it makes a list. <laughs> it's on there. This 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 is Clint's show. He gets to talk about another band that I personally do not give any shits about. Zeal and Ardor. Hang on a second. Did you guys hear it? Did you did you catch it? Brian's wrong. Uh, I, if you listen to him, I I'm I'm ninety percent sure that you will side with me on this one. No, this week's Brian's wrong. Brought to you by everybody who likes good music. It, the Zeal and Ardor stuff, it's... Okay, you, I'm going to start saying this, and you're going to side with Brian, but stick with me till the end here. Yeah. The the first album is uh, Devil is Fine, and it's not particularly greatly produced or mastered or anything it, like that. It's done like that on purpose, I'm sure. All of... No, because you the new so? song, all the real metal shit's out there in front, okay. and then on that, that first album, it's kind of in the back. You almost have to listen for it. It's uh right here it's around, tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like a like a old blues slave chant song or something like all, like chain like gang. most of it is chain gang it's chain like, gang is the way to it's go. It's like with a this. chain gang song. Chain and gang they even music. have like digging sounds or something sure. or chains like like I don't know the, the one of the new songs is Grave Diggers chant. Right. Yeah, that's what and I was you can getting. actually hear the chant in the and the songs in the original album you can hear the chains and stuff. It's uh it's it's unique, one hundred thousand oh, percent unique. Oh, sure. sure. I don't. How did you find these guys? I same way we came across uh, Converge. 
You hated were, them? Were, no, no, no. <laughs> they were just popping up on lists. On something? Okay. Yeah. Also, they're making it on lists and stuff. I didn't realize that. I wasn't on a bunch of them, but it was there. It. Uh, what? So they have a new album. They have a new album coming out in June. They've released two songs off of it, to the best of my knowledge. Gravedigger's Chant, which whether you like metal or something else, I'd say listen to it just because it check it out on the playlist that uh will accompany this here. Yeah, we'll put that we'll put podcast. the the devil devil is what is Sure, it? I'll put what a couple it? songs from everything. Devil is fine. Devil put the devil is fine on there and then this song. Gravedigger's Chant. And yeah. then the new song because the newest song is called Wasted and it's got the heavy right up in front. There's such a dichotomy with all the shit that this guy does in his music. It's is it just him? That's my understanding of it. I don't know that for sure, though. But is, is he Zeal or Ardar? Well, I think as a singer, he's Zeal, and then as the band, he's Ardor. Oh, he is. Oh, that just made it worse for me. <laughs> he's got two names for himself. <laughs> oh, God. You know, that was completely made up on the fly. <laughs> no, I thought you were serious. Okay. I really did. No. And the the original album, this, this might be where I lose you. The the lyrics are themed around an alternate history where slaves to rebel against their white masters who are forcing Christianity on them take up devil worshiping. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. See? Devil is fine. <laughs> now that's pretty deep shit, man. That's... It's and you know that's for as, to him though. For as convoluted him. as all that is, it works. He's I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it a billion times. Just because it's not my thing doesn't mean I give lots of props to a lot of these talented musicians that come here and find. I mean, they're not doing anything that anyone else is doing. They find a way to invent something new. And I would say this guy has something that is completely 100% unique. Yeah. Which is, I couldn't do if I tried. So when if you can, hats off to you. Right. Whether I like it or not, it doesn't mean I appreciate it any less. Speaking of things we don't get into, let's do some album reviews. Ooh. Yeah. There's this band. So Brian, he uh, he kind of tricked me into listening to a fucking Godsmack album, saying that we'd have to talk about it because they're a big band. To which I, well, t- give us your review there, Brian. Godsmack. Yeah. Every song I heard was awesome. The whole album that I heard, start to finish, every note, every vocal, everything about that album, awesome, and amazing. Just, uh, just so that we have the number, how many songs did you hear? I haven't listened to it. Oh, you fucking... Clint didn't tell me that I had to listen to it this week. No, Brian just got all my notes about how I'm listening to this Godsmack album and it's garbage text messages and... Or did I trick him into listening and I didn't? Okay, anyways. So you'll get Clint's side this week. You'll get my side next week. I'll listen to it. I'll take the bullet. Sure you will. So my notes on this here, Polished Turd, are it, it, listening to it, it, it comes across it, it's not the first time that they've kind of ripped off Seven Dust, where before they did it and came up with some good songs. Now I want to listen to it. Now they're doing like the seasons version of ripping them off, <laughs> okay. where the verses have a little bit edge and then the choruses all go into the bullshit. It's and true to form, as Sully mentioned, uh, there is a ballad right in the middle of it in the in the vein of November Rain and uh. I uh, don't recommend it. All of the track titles are things that are wanting to project a certain image, shit like bulletproof and was there any Legends anything Rise heavy? Was there anything you'd try to categorize metal on it? There was a song toward the back of it that 
metal's probably too much, but uh, the heaviest song. Then I guess there was there was a song. Give me a second here. Let me find it. Uh, In my notes here, I've got just one time almost flips the formula where the verse is a little goes up, yeah, and then the (laughs) chorus gets heavier. Which I I don't know if it stuck out simply for that or if it. I I miss just a happy change of pace. You know, everything I write, the the chorus always goes faster and right, always. It, I don't understand how that's not. Yeah, when the when the formula got lost in translation, early two thousand. Really, uh, I, I, also, I think it's a lot later than that. But go ahead. No, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The uh, I've also got a note here that says bands like this are this generation's Kansas Bad Company and Foreigner, where they're still going to be getting played a long time from now. Yeah, but it's also going to be why you switch to another radio station if radio stations are still a thing. Well, I mean, just because we don't like them doesn't mean a goddamn thing i mean they're huge no matter if sure we, you know we like metal they're and not... full disclosure i still like their first album i mean it was okay when it came out because it was different like i didn't like the like the whole album but it was on like a on a dvd we used to watch at dad's house all the time that, yeah and one of those songs whatever it was okay it was cool but no i like, still like that first album their baby's a great song they're gonna they're gonna be rich just like five finger death punch and all those bands that you don't know you don't know anyone i don't know anyone who likes them but there's still millions of people out there who love them and good for them yeah whatever sure so that's exciting for you if you like them that's fine get paid for it there's this band that clint saw that metal injection gave a 10 out of 10 for the new album it's called dolly thundering concept okay album's called savages and it's not their first they have quite a discography no, they have to have five, six, seven albums, something like that. Something. So, of course, we're like, okay, we'll check it out. Sure. And um, we've kept our opinions of this sort of secret. I'm 100% secret. Clint has already led on yeah, what direction no, I he's can't, going in. When I want to say negative things, I can't hold back. I just got to let him. Otherwise, everything builds up and my head explodes. So, we're going to let Clint take this. He's going to review. I'm going to go back to back here. First here. Okay, the good first. There's a song on there somewhere that I made it the point to write down called There Is No Calm Before the Storm, which is kind of a cool track title. Very cool track title. And the song itself was pretty good. It it stayed... When these guys are doing things in what I would consider a more focused manner, it, it it's pretty good. They're, they're a good metal band. But they want to do the whole gent thing, which completely eludes me. It's... I love the big changes and stuff, but I love getting there that's that's the whole point of like a neurosis and a call to luna you're gonna make big changes you're gonna have a soundscape that isn't a typical song structure but you're gonna get there it's not here's an aggressive verse here is a solo riff type thing mixed with a chunky riff that doesn't actually go together and now we're gonna do something different too it, the whole gent thing eludes me, and then there is a straight up <laughs> jazz song right in the middle. I've never, I don't even. I think you're high right now. I, I didn't follow that at all. That's that's the way I feel listening to it. <laughs> okay, that's that review went better than I thought it did. Apparently, all right, because that is if you're as confused as Brian apparently is right now. That's how I felt listening to the damn music. Yeah. It, yes. Confusing. I would not argue that that term for this thing. Is that all you got? I guess. I mean, how many shits? Uh, one one shit. I'll give it. Uh, Can we do zero? Where shits? the where the Godsmack gets a zero shits. Zero shits. So you don't have to wipe after listening to Godsmack. Correct. But that was a complete waste of time. After Dolly, at least you had you had something that you had to take off. Sure. I wrote okay. down a song I liked. Yeah. So 
I without any qualifiers. The one song I mentioned on the Godsmack thing I wrote down because I thought it flipped the formula. The song I wrote down for Dolly was strictly, this was pretty cool. Okay. I listened to it before he did. Instantly, the the first song on the album, it comes in really, really good, really cool, first couple of minutes, and then all of a sudden it drops out to jazz or something. To which I sent you a text message that said, what? Yeah. What? What? What part? What? The, when I was listening to that album, you know, a couple hours later, I sent you a text message when that part happened, and that text message said, did this fucking thing, this show, did, yeah. did this fucking thing just go gent on me? Very easy to say. You call it gent? Sure. The jazz part? All that weirdness, yes. Uh, you don't know what gent is, sir. Nobody does. Gent is like periphery. Gent is like seven, eight, nine string, <laughs> basically. It what everyone does, but you obviously. No, it's just stupid. Leave leave my review alone. Shut up. Go for it. So it 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 completely it's not gent, ladies and gentlemen, at all. It is it is straight up jazz. Like the guitars kind of go. Everything is real soft. It's very weird. I would if I had to say it was bad or good, I'd call it bad because the song was doing so well without it. But let's talk about track number eight, shall we? No, that is, there's no gent, there's no metal, there's no nothing. That is a jazz track. Jazz? <laughs> and you know what? It's not the worst track on the album. Yes, it is. Track number eight, it, I don't know, they got some female singer from somewhere, unless that's the guy singing like a female. There is no distortion. This, this song sounds like it's straight off someone else's album, some other time, some other place. You know what right? else it sounds like? It sounds thought out. It sounds like it makes sense. No, it doesn't sound like it fits on the album, but it makes sense from start to finish. It's not the worst thing on the album. When they're doing what they, I think, do well, which is playing the metal parts of their sound, I like it. I liked it a lot. It kept me interested. There's some cool things going on with the riffs there, but the whole completely jumping genres, not for me. I actually went back and listened to a previous album, which was good. They didn't do, it almost sounded like a different band. They didn't do that whole jumping to jazz and stuff. I liked it. I will I, I will eventually make my way through their entire discography. I will not. I would also like to hear, should anybody hear this and feel like they know what gent is, Yes, I would love a response. At, at what gent is? As to whether or not this is. Because I'm pretty sure that I don't know well, what gent is, and I'm also pretty sure that this is. Gent is... As a descriptive, it's a punchline. It's it's all it's sarcasm basically. If you're using gent, you're not being serious, and it's just basically the the hammering on the extended scale string. Periphery is gent. Every song they've ever done is gent, and it's just that bow bow guitar sound. I don't you know that's gent, and YouTube has told me so, so I know. I. Uh... I think you and YouTube may have this one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All the guys on there that do this don't it's, know what uh, they're doing. You know, it, but wouldn't Clint, the, it wouldn't be the first time Clint that I was who right. Doesn't, Clint, who doesn't even listen to the shit, knows what it, it is. It wouldn't be the first time that I was right and a large group of people <laughs> were wrong. <laughs> I love it. Well, not, certainly not the last year. Oh, no, right? God, no. So, shits. This is tough because we gave APC three shits, okay? That's a Midland shit. Yeah. And I listened I, to that album a lot in the past week, too. And I was I was basing that on them. I already knew the band. They were they did not established. Yeah, yeah. They were but and so three being just a blah, just a bland review. I would give you these guys three shits as well as a new band, someone I've never heard before. It's sort of it's the same scale, but it's sort of a different 
You see, you know what I'm saying? I assume you get there because you're saying that you will go listen to right. other music right. of theirs. Yeah, so it's same scale, but it's sort of a different rating for me. As I will give it, if I, I, I give it a three because I will go back and listen to the rest of their music. Right. As a newfound band, from I mean, obviously they've been around. Metal Injection, or is reviewing their album, and you're seeing it. So they've been doing their thing for a while, right? And they give it a ten out of ten. That is insane. No way, and no mm, how is that any is that no. a perfect album, right? So there you guys have it. Three shits for this. I would check them out if you like metal, and don't mind kind of picking around your vegetables in the shit that it sucks because <laughs> there is some really sh- sucky shit in that album the, but it's some really badass guitar riffs look forward to the jazz part it's the most coherent thing you're gonna hear so that's it for re- I'll give I'll I'll touch base next week on my god smack review I'll I'll listen to it I'm not gonna put put Clint out there and make him listen to the shit Just, record by himself alright well if we're playing fair then you know I was texting you as I was doing it and I literally texted you when I started and I literally texted you when I was done with it and you listen to the whole thing. I listened to a piece of every song, sure. <laughs> okay. It it I I think I hit the like fifteen to eighteen minute mark somewhere in there. I got enough out of every song to know that I it wasn't for me. Yeah. Well, well, you knew that. You thought you knew that going in anyway. Right. All right. Real quick on gear geeking, just want to talk about my uh, lovely Code Fifty that I have. It is a cheap ass amp modeling amp and it is fantastic if you are in a cover band or or you do like i do and and take your shit all over the place bring it to clint's house whatever and you just need and you you like different effects cleans dirties echoes modulations flangers all that stuff and don't want to carry pedals pedal boards it is a fantastic all-in-one amp of course obviously it's solid state and it comes in uh 50 100 i don't know if does it come in 150 i don't know but i have the 50 and you can hook it up to computer. You can use it as an interface if you want. So if you don't have an interface, you can buy an, an amp and kill two birds with one stone, record right out of the amp. It even has Bluetooth built in. You can control That Bluetooth thing, when you told me about that originally, it, it took me, full disclosure, it took me like two or three days to fully comprehend that that happened and worked. You download an app, it's Marshall Gateway, and if you, were, you can perform with this thing, obviously, and if you had it or your iPad near you you and you need to switch effects you can just do it through your phone you can edit them through your phone you don't have to ever have to touch the amp except to turn it on and it's, everything it's pretty neat it's i mean some futuristic shit you're not going to get you know a tube amp sound and it's not going to be high end crazy like i i was 250 dollars for the 50 watt it's got 112 in it and it'll blast your eardrums it gets the damn job done yeah it's it's pretty good check it out if you if, especially if you're just starting and you want something that has a bunch of effects it's it's a damn good amp for the price not endorsed, of course. Who gives a shit? Hint. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, if you want to endorse us, hit us up, EOS Stupidity at, or EO Stupidity at gmail.com. Right. We'll hit that note again here in a minute. We will. Bing. All right. Kill Joiny Race. Yeah. I set this one up for uh, it. That was like Tuesday that you got all excited about this one. I was this, so wasn't excited. It? I sat there, and this, I mean, it, it obviously, I set out to do this. And I was, I was really excited about his initial response. I said, hey, Clint, check out Kill Join Your Race. And he sent back. Wasn't it go fuck yourself, Brian? It was just fuck you. <laughs> it was just fuck you. And I and I celebrated in, in my little office. And then and then a few minutes later, he fucking killed the whole thing and said, actually, I've got it figured yeah, out already. I got this one nailed down. Go ahead. Tell us what they are. 
Uh, Killjoin, Erase, Clutch, Black Sabbath, and Primus. All right. Now, the, the reason this is so exciting for me is this is probably top, oh, top I, 10. I adore all these. Yeah, bands. top 10, you would say. All three oh, are going to sure. Top five, would they all three? Eh, not top five. Okay. So, yes, there you go. No, I've led everything else up to this. You're too excited about this. You go ahead and tell us. I just, I don't give a fuck about anything except for who you kill. Or I, erase, I mean, who do you erase? Go ahead, Brian. To erase, this is so easy for me. So easy. I'm going to let, I've not told Clint this, but I'm going to let him tell you who You're I'm going to erase. You're going to erase Primus. There you go. He already knows. Do not like the band. Love the talent. Love Les. Appreciate that he's great at whatever the fuck he does. Do not like Primus. Never have. Never will. You're going to see him with me or soon, too. I'm not going to see them. You're going to see, You're going to do it for the podcast. <laughs> well, I might see who's opening for them. You're going to go see Mastodon, and you're going to stick around for some Primus. And then I'll watch two Primus songs, so when Les is dead, Which I can does say, not make me wrong. i seen, I seen that guy. It does not make me wrong. I am going to kill Black Sabbath, because that's not really doing much anyway. They'll all be dead soon. Uh, I am not a big Black Sabbath fan. I Do I like them? Yeah. Do I press play on anything ever? No. Which is uh, another week where Brian gives a solid reason that maybe he should be the one that's killed. I'm going to join Clutch. I think Tim could use a little help. That's and another all. reason. No, he's got it going on. I want to learn how he does that shit, man. The simplest shit in the world, but sounds amazing. So awesome. Just, and, of course, Neil's no slack either, but, you know. Yeah, he's, he's kind of good at what he does. The whole damn band, dude. I mean, come on. JP, the drummer, is freaking awesome. Dan Maines is holding it down like Elmer's glow. Yeah, well, the basis, you know, I don't. don't he's don't. He's not no, jumping out. He's not it. jumping off the page at me or anything. Yeah, you're the worst. Okay, you want to hear mine? I can't wait. It's I'm the so exact sorry. same as yours. Yeah. Oh my God! If we could get your face in audio, it would have been so perfect. Oh man, I got to turn that all that down. But holy shit! Oh, if we could have got your face in audio, it would have been great. Man, that was the fucking picture of shock yeah no i it'd be the same it'd be the same because sabbath has already done their part clutch is clutch and less is less has got how many bands have you heard the claypool Lennon delirium that's a lot of I fun i think we need to the specify when you kill no no, no. or erase you kill primus when you erase you less. Kill, you didn't say less you said primus less is primus when you erase no 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 you killed primus when you erase Less that erases everything. No, your list says Primus. Yes. Nope. Which in is Les Claypool? Nope. He's in the band. Nope. 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 I think he's a founder. Nah, he sure the fuck <laughs> is. He's also the founder of all these other bands. So if you erase you him, you killed Primus. If you erase him, and Primus is killed. No, you erased him. Oh, I'm sorry. Erased. If you erase less, you erase Farog Begray. No, 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 no. Yes, you've got Primus written down here. You want to get more specific? Give it another swing next time, big guy. No. That that's dumb. How could you think you could have other bands when you erase? They don't exist. Them as a people, as they just don't. Ha- this never existed. They're gone as a band. They did not exist sure. as people, as humans on this earth. That's not my interpretation of it. Well, that's what it is. These are. Uh, Do you uh, stick with it now? This, you know the now no you know the rules. Now that you've changed the rules, that's so that you can try to rules. torment that's me. Always been no, the it's not. You have not made this clear <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Try to torment me. Yes. Oh, Clint. Nice try. That's the rule. So Better he doesn't get frog, frog Brigade or any of that mm, horse shit. Sure. I'll be what's listening that, to What's the other one the, with the, the Lennon Sun or whatever? Claypool Lennon Delirium. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool idea. 
I don't like it, but if you like if, <laughs> if you like uh, if you like Lennon or Les Claypool, you might you might like it. It's really cool. I fucking hate it, but you Do might you really? like it. No, oh. I love it. I, that's a good idea. I just thought the way you said it was fucking I, hilarious. I can I can look at things without being you know like well, if it's not for me, so it's terrible. Unlike someone else I know. Just one can, more reason yeah. you're wrong. I I like I like things without liking them. That doesn't make any sense. I like things Welcome without to liking them. Epitome of stupidity. There you right? go. Have you been here? <laughs> That's our moment right there. <laughs> Have you been listening? <laughs> God. All right. Nailed it. Stump Stockham. This right. this is your show. This is the Clint show, right? Yeah. Uh, remember, I'm the witty sidekick here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, calls them as I sees them. This is a mastodon question. Ooh. And we're gonna get a little, a little. I don't know what you call this. You take, are you purposely trying to stump me here? No, but I, I, it's, I'm thinking it's a little harder, but it might actually be a little easier because it's sort of newer than the last question. All right, here we go. We'll get right to it. Mastodon, in 2011, released an album. This isn't the question, but okay. do you know the album? Uh, 11 would have been um, The Hunter. Yes, The Hunter. What is the name of track eight? Oh, hell, I don't know. Really? Yeah, no. Uh it's not bedazzled fingernails. I want to say that's like five. Uh, going into eight, you might be getting around that that song that's something to do with swamp something. Yeah, I'll give no. me a hint. Go for it. Three words. The last word is valley. Drybone Valley. There you go. Drybone Valley is an excellent song. See, it is an excellent song. What? I do not know that. I, I sorry, I do not know those track names. I probably couldn't do the track names on any of their three most recent albums. If any of them, it probably would be Emperor of Sand just because it's the the freshest in my memory. I, I start losing track of that with I them. was going to go there, but I wanted, I wanted to be... After Crack the Sky. You know? No, sure. But I, that album is awesome. The I Hunter? It, yeah. I oh, God, yeah. I think it's top two. Because uh, it's back, we're just, they're still kind of heavy. That uh, that wouldn't be a top... That, that wouldn't be a bad top three. The top three Mastodon, Mastodon albums. There you have it. Stumped. Stumped, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm disappointed because I I thought you would have had that one. Okay, uh, uh, probably around that time is when I stopped keeping such fervent track of all of that stuff. It, you know, as specific as track titles. It's so weird that I might be the weird one, but it's weird to me that Clint knows track titles. Back in the obviously when you bought music, which Clint still does, you bought music, you held it in your hand, you read the booklets, you looked at the back as you were, you know, reading the songs and or listening to songs and all that stuff. Yeah, and you wanted to remember that stuff because that's all you had. You right, know, you just had that album. That's you were all you had. so excited right. about it. Now, now it's an app on your phone. Yeah, you just press play and you let it go, and then it's done. More ninety nine, probably like ninety percent of people just do shuffles anymore. Playlists and shuffles. Yeah, I I will never ever shuffle an album. But I will shuffle an artist. I yes, me too. Okay. There's a couple artists in particular that that's kind of my go-to with, and even when I say kinda, I mean kind of for me. I mean like thirty percent of the time that I listen to them, it's shuffle, like Motorhead, because there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's if if I spend more than six seconds trying to figure out which album I want to listen to, it's you know what, fine, just play. Yeah. I I shuffle uh, Seven Dust a lot. See, I, there's always a specific Seven Dust album I know I want to hear. Because I can skip it with my headphones, which it, is nice. Sure. <laughs> the, no, there, there's always a specific Seven Dust album I want to hear, and it's never Seasons or Next. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 and the opposite side of 
doing that with him is to hopefully maybe try to get into the, some of the stuff I don't like. I There's always still hope for me. I know once you cross it off, most of the time, it's done for you. But right. for me, I can come back to anything that I didn't like and, and like it. So nah. that's always the hope. All right, we're going to get out of here with the top three real quick. We drink beers. Yeah. And we, we talked I about think, doing hang on a second. I think that's what this is. Yeah, you got a full beer, Lucky. Mm. We talked about, you know, everyone does a podcast. They like to talk about the beers they're drinking. On the other podcast I do, we do that, which and it's actually interesting because we're sponsored by a brewery. But we pretty much drink the same thing on this show every time we right. record it. So we're going to do a top three beers real quick. I'll do mine first. I love me some Corona any time of the year, but especially when it's hot out, of course. Sure. Blue Moon, and then anything micro-brewed that's a lager. Of course, what stays in my fridge is Miller Lite. That's that's the staple. But it's you're always drinking Land Sharks here too. Yeah, just because that's it's not one, definitely it's not in my top. It's five. a phase. Yeah, it's just it's just cheaper than Corona. I've always the the, the kind of salty thing with Corona. I've always liked, but a Corona and a Corona Light is just too Corona mm. for me. And uh, the other week when we were uh, when we went and saw Bridesmaid and Lopan, we're not going to do a podcast without saying them. I no, apparently not. We were mentioning that show in particular. Yeah. They didn't have the my beer of choice, which hold your breath, I'll get to it. And the uh the lady actually no, she didn't point it out. You kept noticing it there at the bottom like, of the what shelf. Is that? What is that? that? She brought us over two little glasses, poured a little bit in, said, you know, here, go ahead and try it. I tried it. It was it had just that little bit of salty and just that little bit of cor- it had Island just flavor. enough of it. And uh, yeah, no, I like it. Corona Premiere. It's uh, did it make your list? Oh no, y- you made my list. I did. You're make accurate. Your list. Oh, okay. No, that's 100 percent accurate. Clint doesn't. I I try to bring him some craft beers and stuff that's left over from the show. And no, I don't branch out. Know, yeah, he doesn't. My brother's like that. I know I, quite a few people. I don't drink like dark stouts and IPAs and double IPAs. I want my beers to be like four or five percent. But I will try any and everything, Clint. Not so much, but guess what? He tried something new, and, and I he liked likes it. it. So yeah, Corona Premier and uh, Yingling Light, Yingling Light. Yeah, but number two really could be Coors. No, you forget that MGD was in between there. How is it? So what? So MGD, I like the MGDs better. So MGD could be two. Okay, fine. It's Yingling Light, Corona Premier because I'm actually drinking those. Oh, and then sure, okay. MGD. Nothing exciting there. That Premier stuff is. It's good enough. Yeah, it's, it'd be really good on a really hot day. Give me a give me a regular Corona, but if if you're into the guy at the drive thru when I was buying it the other day, he said, "Yo, we've got limes here too." I said, "Buddy, I'm just starting with the whole Corona <laughs> thing. I'm not that advanced yet." <laughs> Back off, jerk! <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> as, as always, feel free to email us eostupidity at gmail dot com. Eostupidity at gmail dot com. If I have to spell the stupidity for you, epitome of stupidity dot podbean. Dot com. Uh, working on iTunes. iTunes. This, when, by the hopefully time this episode. This episode should be on iTunes. We're going to start blasting this thing. This being episode number three. We uh, got some, some things uh, we're planning to do. Some people we're hoping to talk to. Some, planning, trying. Yep, some segments hoping, we're working on. Fingers crossed. Um, we got some shows we're coming up. Uh, we're going to go to. A lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Apparently, uh, just before we pushed record, Brian found out that... Actually, that was while we were recording. Brian found out that he's going to see Primus. And previous to pushing record, I found out that I'm going to see Norma Jean. Woo! Yes. Norma Jean. We'll be seeing them next month at a tiny little hole in the wall. 
here in Columbus. That'll Ohio. be the sword and Norman Jean in one month in tiny spots. I'm I'm gonna try to get to talk to those guys. Yeah. That would be awesome. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Did you see the email that came through? We did get an email. From what? From the EO stupidity. I clicked on that bitch awful fast. It might have been gone before you got a chance to read it. Let me let me read it for you here. Oh gosh. Hi guys. My name's Clint uh <laughs> Edward from Columbus. Hi Edward. Thanks for writing in. So I really enjoy the show. Um, Thank you. The uh, that that Brian guy seems to like guitars. Yeah, and uh, and good music. Thanks for saying that. And that Clint guy, he terrible. Well, I don't he's, say it. he's he's a, good a guy. loud individual. He's a good guy. My biggest problem here is is I like just, how you're pretending to read. Why does Brian? <laughs> why it, it's almost like Brian tries to be wrong. I I just had to ask. I just had to write in and ask why. Thanks. Uh, enjoy the show. Uh, Brian, do better. <laughs> Love, Edward. I think he switched names. Was his name Edward? No, it was oh. Edward. Well, thanks for writing in, Edward. No one cares what you have You're to welcome. say. And uh, piss off. Tell uh, your mama said Way hi. to treat our only fucking listener. <laughs> we have two listeners. That wrote in. You and I. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for the letter, Edward. Mike West got taking us out. And bye. <laughs>